Hey, welcome back to Let's Talk with Trees, and it's been a very long time since I have been on here, and you know, I've been wanting to record, but I've just been going through a lot of shit, and I know my past few episodes was kind of like Debbie the Downer, and I want to be like that, so I chose to not record until I felt like I was in a better mental and emotional state, but honey, the world is crazy now. <laughs> and I'm I'm laughing, but it's serious. Like, it's a lot of shit going on. And I feel like this is the perfect time to get on here and talk, especially because I'm stuck at home. So let's get into it. I don't even know what I'm going to title this episode. I don't even know what I'm going to say. Well, I have an idea what I'm going to say, but let's get into it. So for me. For myself, within one week, my whole life completely changed um, due to the coronavirus. My whole life changed. It went from me having to work from home and take a day off for um, two days because my son's school was closed. They told us initially it was for two days to clean, which I kind of knew was bullshit, but I was still being hopeful. So boom, while I'm at home, I learned that um, that Friday, I learned that instead of two days, it's going to be three weeks. Okay, so <clears throat> luckily where I work at, the management is really good and they understand if you have kids and a bit of school clothes, what can you do? So I was able to then um, work from home for um, this three weeks crazy part about all of this is before it happened I want to say that Tuesday and that Wednesday or that Wednesday and that Thursday before this all happened I am um, a part of the emergency response team I'm actually the coordinator at my job in my new position and we had had two emergency meetings on possibly closing the building down but at the time it didn't click to me because at the time I thought well because like for now um Right now, we have a whole plan as if something was to go wrong. If there was a flood, if there was a fire, if there was this, if there was that. Like, we have a whole plan for all these different scenarios. But we don't have a plan for if a virus happened. Because this is very, very rare. I know in 1918, something similar happened. But that was 1918. It's 2020. So nobody, I don't think, was really thinking about something like this. So when we were having the meetings, initially I was thinking like, okay, we're having these meetings because we don't have this in our plan and we need to put this in our plan. We didn't even make it two days and then I was out because my son's school closed and then so as I'm out I want to say Tuesday or Wednesday then like every day something just kept happening so the governor said anyone with underlying conditions um over 65 should stay home so then the people from my job underlying conditions over 65 they were staying home the next thing you know everybody's staying home everyone's working from home and it's really hard because like a lot of our positions we have to be there a lot like it's cool to work from home here and there but to work from home constantly it's, it, it's gonna be hard so long story short it's like my son is out of school and then when he's out of school so for the whole week last week i had him on a schedule 
from 9 to 3.30 doing schoolwork, doing language arts and math and reading and writing and all of that stuff. Luckily, I was able to find some workbooks. Um, there's a bunch of resources online. So I, I was able to find a website that I really like that um, it goes by grade level. So second, third, fourth. So today's today's Sunday and I've been in the house all weekend. You know, you could go to the store here and there. But tomorrow is back to it. You know, I'm being a teacher and then I'm also working. So it's been really hard. And it's just like, you know, my episode about gratitude, I talk about what you are thankful for. And when I do my gratitude, I would have never, ever, ever thought to be like, oh, I'm thankful to be able to go out to eat or go to the bar if I want to. I mean, lately, the last few months, I haven't been doing that. I've just been kind of just staying low like I said I haven't been in the greatest mood so I think I went to brunch once in the past three or four months um but yeah this whole situation just threw me for a loop like I was going to the gym every day I was fasting I was eating right like I was doing all that shit and I'm gonna be honest this shit threw me for a loop my gym is closed Uh, my son's daycare just closed my job completely closed Uh, movie theaters are closed bars are closed um dining if you want to sit down and eat you can't do that anymore that's closed down they say you could go to the park and they say that you could go to the grocery store but what i see when i go out because i have been out i haven't been you know but i haven't been like out partying or anything but i've been out like going to the store getting things i need here and there um and i'm just gradually starting to see how things are so at first it was Oh, you could just go to the store. But now when I go to the store, I'm seeing signs like only five people in the store at a time. Um, There's lines to get into the store and it's just getting really, really crazy. So for me, someone who always, always, someone who already has anxiety, this shit is crazy because we don't know what's going to happen and we don't know how long this is going to be. There is no end date. Um, My son's school has decided to transition to distant learning, which would be online, which is cool because, I mean, I like having a plan for him because it's it gives me the opportunity to see where he needs to work at or um, where his strengths are, where his weaknesses are firsthand. But I mean, it's hard to come up with a plan myself. So the distant learning is going to be cool, but we don't know how long this is going to last. I just booked my birthday flight maybe a week before all this stuff happened. And I is, is the crazy part is, is I was watching Lovely T end of, I want to say early, no, early December, end of November, end of November, early December. And she was talking about it and talking about it going on in China and she was going hard for it. And I'm going to admit, I was paying attention to it, but I wasn't like alarmed because I was like, oh, that's in China, you know? We're in the U.S. We'll be fine. I didn't take it seriously until shit starts shutting down. And it's real. So I just want to get on here and just talk about the situation. Because I know this is hard, like I said earlier. Especially for people like myself who suffer from anxiety. What if this? What if that? How long? We Especially because we don't know how long this is going to last, you know? People are losing their jobs. I'm lucky that I'm able to work from home and I don't know, you know, how that's going to work or for how long, like I said, with having limited things that I'm going to be able to do eventually. Right now I have work because there's things that I haven't finalized, 
But eventually, how are we going to do this? How am I going to get documents to our headquarters? How am I going to get signatures? How how are we going to do this? Um, but there are a lot of people who lost their jobs because, like I said, the bar is shut down. There's a lot of bartenders who do not have a job right now. Um, just a lot of places. Um, people who have different services, who have their own business, hair, um, hair places. My son's where he gets his haircut, they're closed because I don't think that's essential, you know. They say, hey, it's not an essential need. You're not going to die without getting a haircut. I think the beauty supply stores are closed. It's just like, if I could go back to that gratitude episode, if I knew what I knew now in that gratitude episode, because I'm, you know, saying, oh, thankful for this or that, but I'm not looking at the bigger picture. Like, we could lose our, we've lost our rights. And eventually it's going to get worse. And I know they're going to do martial law. And because I know that people aren't listening. I know that when I go outside, it be looking, it, I mean, in my little neighborhood where I be going, the little stores I be going to, it be a lot of people outside. And I know a lot of people are working and a lot of people are going to the store, but I be seeing just, it just looks normal. It doesn't look like how it should. So I think that they are going to exercise martial law soon. And I just think it's going to be, if it doesn't get better. Now, if we're just doing, because we are, we are limiting the interactions that we have with each other. Like there's no Saturday nights out at the bar. There's no kicking it. There's no none of that. So we are limiting it. But if it's not enough, and I hope it's enough because I don't want to lose all our rights. But if it's not enough, shit's gonna get real and we're not gonna have any rights and they're probably gonna deliver food to us or give us you know everybody on this street gets to go out on Tuesdays or Wednesdays or something or they're gonna start finding us or something is going to happen because they keep saying oh China's gotten better which I don't know if I 100% believe I'm gonna I'm I'm keep it real I don't believe that in two or three months that this shit just completely stopped in China out of nowhere and I, I, I mean, I don't know, maybe, but I don't know if I, I 100% believe that. And then the problem with within the U.S. is we don't have enough fucking tests. So those numbers that they put out there, they're horrible. But I say you quadruple those bitches because honestly, those numbers aren't accurate because they have not tested everyone. And then when it came out that you cannot have symptoms and still have the shit, now that was crazy. Now what I will say is I feel like it's not that bad because yes, people are dying from it. That is very, very, very true. People are dying from it, but not everyone who gets it is dying from it. So there is some hope with that. But like they said, we have to slow the spread. We have to, what they say, straighten the curve, flatten the curve. That's what they say, flatten the curve. And I hope with what we're doing now, we can flatten the curve. I'm in California. California, New York, and Washington has it the worst. Washington was leading us, but I think now New York is at like 8,000, if not more right now. And that's just who they test. That's what we have to remember. Just because they say, oh, it's this many cases. No, we need to quadruple that number because we don't know. We don't have enough tests. And then I just think it's real convenient how celebrities and politicians are getting tested like it's nothing but there's people who are showing signs 
that are not being tested. So I kind of don't like that privilege. And I understand they're limited and they have to pick and choose. But I damn near say if like, for instance, with the whole basketball team, everybody who played the Utah Jazz should just quarantine themselves. And in, if four, in 14 days or whatever, how many days they say for you to possibly show symptoms, if they start showing symptoms, they may be testing, but they were just testing people just because they're on TV like, yeah, I feel fine. I don't know. I just got the test. And yeah, no, there's people who really need these tests. And the thing about it, sorry, y'all. <laughs> the thing about it is that I mean, I don't even know. I, I've never seen a time like this and I've never thought I'd see a time like this. And the fact that we don't have an end date and I feel like they want us to be hopeful. So they're saying, yeah, eight to 10 weeks. Yeah, we could do this. What happened to two weeks? Now it's eight to 10 weeks and I think it's just going to keep going up. So like I booked my flight for my birthday on June 28th. I mean, my birthday, June 21st, first day of summer. I am a cancer. I mean, I'm on a cusp, but I'm definitely a cancer. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go on that trip because I don't have faith because they don't have enough tests. They don't have enough medical supplies. They don't have enough beds. I know they're working on getting the ships in and I, I know they're working on it, but right now it's not looking good. And I just think that this is something and I told my son this the other day, this is going to be in the history books. This coronavirus outbreak this is worldwide that's another thing it's not just united states it wasn't just china and had i not been so ignorant back in december i would have been thinking about this and i because i would have been more prepared like i'm prepared but not really not how i feel like i should have been um but yeah it's all over the world you know china italy has it fucking bad right now it's everywhere literally everywhere and i heard people say um certain places they're not showing a a big number a lot of the smaller places are not going to have the testing kits so unless someone got tested somewhere else they probably haven't even been tested i could have this shit for all i know we don't know but i just feel like and it's so funny because i heard so many people Cause I'm gonna I'm gonna say like March, early March. My friend had told me that their kid's school had shut down, and I was like, damn, well maybe this is serious. So like early March, maybe like yeah, maybe like March seventh or eighth is when I started taking it serious. And when I would mention it to someone else, they'd probably be like, girl, more people die from the flu. Girl, you tripping? Girl, this ain't nothing. Girl, you gotta be over sixty five. That's what happened. Uh-uh-uh. Motherfuckers started dying. I was younger than 65. Shit, more shit started getting shut down. You know when your job, the courts is shut down. I had jury duty coming up at the end of the month. And I just called. I already knew because I knew the courts was closed. But I just called just to be safe. And they said, if you had jury duty from this date to this date, while we are not open, you served your time. Bye. It's good. You good, love, enjoy. So I was excited about that because I didn't want to do jury duty. But it's, you know, I think there's good and bad in it. I think, you know, a lot of people are able to spend more time with their kids, even though the circumstances suck. Um, I know people, some people are losing people. So that's that. 
And I, I, I saw someone on YouTube and I understood that what they were trying to say. Like, maybe this is what you needed, you know, to give you that push. Or maybe you needed this break or da, 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 da. But the way they were saying it were really insensitive. You have to think about people. There's a family in New Jersey who lost. And I could be wrong. The number could have went up by that time. They had eight people who had it. And at the time that I read the article, four people had died. Literally the day before, it was three people out of the eight died. The next day, it was four out of eight died. Four out of eight people died in a family. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine four people in your family dying from some disease that just seemed like it came out of nowhere? Can you imagine? I can't imagine. So for people who have lost someone, you can't say, oh, well, maybe you could flip it and see the good in it. Because you can't tell nobody nothing when they lose somebody. So that right there, I don't agree with. But for the average person that hasn't been fully affected, you're not sick, your family not sick. Just look at this as everything happens for a reason, you know. And it's hard. Like I said, for people who have anxiety and depression and stuff, it's hard because like you're stuck in the house you're stuck in a house you don't have nothing to do the only place you could go to is a grocery store or maybe a friend's house or something but it's hard and i understand that and i get that and if anybody is listening to this just know i'm with you because i and that's another thing like i feel like a lot of people <clears throat> that i'm kind of close with they don't really understand it they're like Everybody handles things differently. So I may not be handling this situation how my friend or my cousin or somebody else might be handling this situation because they already might just be able to handle shit. But some people just can't handle a lot of shit, you know, or this might be the some. So what if somebody was already going through something? What if somebody was already going through something and then this shit happened and they lost their job and, you know? So I just want everyone just to stay strong. We will get through this. This is this is crazy. You know what I was thinking about? I was thinking about all the horrible things that happen, like like Mother Nature-wise. I don't even know if that makes sense, but like tornadoes and earthquakes and hurricanes. Yeah, those fucking suck because they change people's lives and flip people's lives upside down, but they have an end date. They don't usually happen for 10 weeks at a time. I mean, I I live in California, so we don't have tornadoes and shit. But I, I'm pretty sure that they don't last or they're not indefinitely. Like, our malls are closed. Everything is closed. Some places have end dates on them, but they're going to have to extend them. They're going to. So, like, for instance, basically when this first started happening, so, like, the schools said, oh, we're going to close for two days and then three weeks. And then, you know, they didn't say everything was going to be okay after that. But that's what the impression was, right? But all the places that have closed within the last two days compared to last week, now, instead of saying, oh, three weeks, two weeks, now places are saying until further notice. We don't know. We can't give you a date because we don't know. And then all of the places last week that closed and said, oh, two, three weeks, guys, we'll be back or 30 days. Yeah. Now they're saying we don't know. We had our governor tell us, listen, them schools is not about to open before the end of the year. So, yeah basically that's what he said and the district that my son is in luckily they want to do distant learning but i heard other school districts say well uh, school is over but what does that mean for the children 
So do they go to the next grade the next year? And they missed out on two months of curriculum? Like, I mean, how, how, how does this go? You know, this is affecting literally everyone and it's hard. Um, and then now I see that, at least for California, the governor is talking about um, that he has secured all these hotels. And I think they had got like trailers or something for the homeless. Here's my thing. We have had a homeless problem for a very long time. These people have been out on the street when it has been fucking freezing just freezing outside and we should have been helping those people then you know this situation just showing that a lot of shit could have been done a long time ago but it wasn't done because it's like oh it's not affecting you you want to get the homeless people in hotels because you know that as long as people are outside and around each other too often this shit is going to continue to spread and it's not going to stop and they don't even this is so new they don't even know shit like okay once you get it can you get it again i know with the flu you could keep getting the flu but i mean i never had no flu sh well I've, I've had a flu shot but recently i don't fuck with flu shots because i just i don't know i don't fuck with flu shots so even if they do come up come up with a coronavirus vaccine i'm not taking that shit like i'm sorry i'm not gonna do it um because I'm just not going to do it. Because a vaccine... Yeah, I'm just not going to do it. Sorry. Um, but I don't know. The whole situation is just crazy. We're all stressed out. I'm very, very stressed out right now. I have a lot going on and then this happened. But I am trying to see the good in it. Um, it got me back on my podcast. Something that I've loved to do. And I'm going to have a lot of time on my hands now. I mean, I am still working for now. I'm working from home. But you know I have a lot more time like my lunch breaks and stuff or the weekends since I can't go anywhere so I have a lot of time to just get on here and talk and use this as my therapy because life is hard and I get that and I understand when people get that because a lot of people don't get that like I just hate when I be trying to tell someone like you know I'm not feeling good and this is going on and da 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 and I'm just like oh it's not a big deal oh it'll be all right like Sometimes people don't want to hear it's not a big deal or hear it's going to be all right. Sometimes people just want you to listen to them. And with the situation right now, everyone is going through it. So I recommend that you just check on people, you know, check on people and see how people are doing because you just never know. You never, never know what someone is going through. You never know. You just have to... You're, you could be going through it too, but someone else could be going through it. And you just have to be there to listen. And just to understand, we are all going through it. Like right now, I'm literally always... <clears throat> I'm always... Just trying to see what's next. I'm looking online... And then they're talking about the stimulus package and then apparently they got a vote and they're not agreeing or some shit. I don't fucking know. And it's like Trump. Let's talk about Trump real fast because <laughs> it's like in January when he knew about this shit, he's just like, oh no, we don't have any deaths and uh, we only have one person sick. And it's just like, sometimes you have to put your pride aside and say, look, shit is fucked up. He ain't want to do that. 
he gonna make it seem like he always right and i'm looking at something today where he talking about hold on so it says as the number of coronavirus related deaths in the u.s soared past 400 on sunday mind you like i said earlier that number is not 100 percent correct because we don't know because we don't have enough testing kits even if we wanted to test every single person in america which i think we should do we're not gonna do it because whatever but even if we did that we wouldn't be able to even if we wanted to do that we wouldn't be able to um, President Donald Trump reassured Americans that everything would be okay and that it would be all over soon. Mm. It says it's, a, it's an invisible enemy that's attacking more than 140 countries. <laughs> this is what he said. This is what Trump said. It's going to be a victory that, in my opinion, will happen much sooner than originally expected. Trump said it's like I understand keeping people calm because you don't want people to freak out because for instance listen there is no toilet paper at the grocery store there is no water there is no nothing luckily I was able to find a filter at Walmart and then like two days later when I was at grocery outlet they had just put out some gallons of water so I'm gonna use those gallons to fill up for my filter so that I could you know <clears throat> have water because we don't know what's gonna happen we don't know if they're gonna stop if the water is gonna stop we gonna be able to open our fridge and get water like on some real shit we don't know what is going to happen so i get people are freaking out but this is ridiculous but a tip that i do have is check your local gas stations and liquor stores for toilet paper because that's not where people are looking so i was able to get some when i could when i tell you i went to Man, I went to like four or five different stores, no toilet paper whatsoever. So I ended up going to the gas station and getting some toilet paper. Like I just happened to look and it was there because nobody's thinking of that. So go to the gas station and try to find you some toilet paper or your little liquor store. Um, they all should be open, but go there because this is crazy. Okay. And that's another thing. We don't have enough hospital beds. We don't have enough um, ventilators. We don't have enough masks, gloves for the people who are working. People who are working at the hospital, even if they don't feel good, they're told to still come in. This is crazy. And and that's the thing, too. <clears throat> we idolize these celebrities and Kylie Jenner and fucking the Kardashians and all these people. But who we need to be idolizing is all the doctors and nurses and store clerks and um, drivers and people still working in the warehouses to still produce things for us because as much as I think that a hundred percent like a complete lockdown where nobody goes nowhere is necessary it's not possible because people still need to get food not everybody gets paid on the same day not everyone has not not everyone was able to stock up um we need we need to still be able to get food we need to um be able to um seek help from a, um, a medical professional those there, there are certain things that we need so i i do get that <clears throat> it'll all work out like i just i feel like obama want to handle this whole situation so differently even like past presidents that i didn't necessarily like that much i feel like they like <laughs> trump it's like it's like you know like when you're at work and you have to be professional and like 
how you would handle something at work you wouldn't i mean how you would handle something on the streets you wouldn't handle it like that at work because you know you got to be professional you know what i'm saying like if somebody try you at work you might not cuss them out but if you was like on the streets and somebody tries you you might cuss them out you get what i'm saying like trump don't give a fuck like he will say anything to anyone anywhere anytime he don't give a fuck he just don't and i just think that that's just if he get voted back in and i have a feeling he will because people are thinking like oh he gave us this money but so what like <laughs> that's just like if a nigga do you wrong 10 times and then he take you out to eat you like well he took me out to eat so and we're gonna talk about that too we're gonna talk about niggas in the next episode probably and <laughs> i don't want to say how they ain't shit but how a lot of them don't be shit we don't talk about that because i today i got time because <laughs> today i got time oh, okay so let me finish sorry i gotta make sure my phone was charged and then that's another thing i want to touch on how come when trump and pence and his wife got tested and where melania been now that i'm thinking about it because she been in my a she ain't like his ass no way but anyway why they get their test results the same day they had a press conference at like i don't know 9 30 and by like 6 30 they were like pence uh test negative like how the fuck y'all know i don't know they said 24 to 48 hours and i wasn't even like at least the next day like even if y'all was gonna lie like let it be the next day i don't know maybe they're not lying but it just seems a little suspect to me so i'm always going on google and typing in coronavirus <clears throat> And just seeing, yeah, the stimulus bill um, fails to move forward. And it says up to 300,000 cases worldwide. And we don't even know if that's true. Like, I wish they would stop with these numbers. What? Wait a minute. So y'all know how I said New York had like 8,000 cases? I where i read that like this morning it says new york state has 15,000 cases roughly five percent of the pandemic's growing global total now that's cra- like new york is great and this is just the people that have been tested everybody has not been this is crazy i swear i just wrote eight thousand i just read eight thousand this morning so if it went up another seven thousand that's crazy and it says 14 minutes ago this is crazy i just know one thing that i'm gonna try my hardest to just take stuff more seriously um I just want to take stuff more seriously because I never thought that this would be happening. Um, and I know just a lot of people are going through a lot of stuff. Um, you already was going through stuff and then this happened, you know, just think about it. And honestly, I just have so much to talk about in this subject. But I feel like they should freeze rent until this shit is resolved. Because they're saying, oh, we'll hold off. But so what? Uh, what happens if some? let's say somebody stopped working Let's say March 15th. 
and they just don't have a job and you freeze their payment for two months so that means that they owe two months of rent they owe two months of everything basically and they don't have a job so they can't even pay for the one month so now you want them to pay for two but you gave them a chance by holding off and damn near nobody could get a job right now because nobody interviewing nobody nobody i mean you could probably work online but it's gonna be a lot harder and people are used to a certain process and this process cannot happen anymore because we have to practice social <clears throat> social distancing i'm looking at another article trump predicts victory over coronavirus much sooner than expected yeah right he's just saying that i just <laughs> i i mean i don't know I just don't think this is right. And I just think that, oh child, I don't know. I mean, I hope it gets better. I hope that it is. But I just think that he's in denial and that he's too focused on how he looks. And this is out of everyone's control. If it doesn't clear up um, sooner than expected, nobody's going to blame you. I mean, I don't know. We might because you know what we will. And this is why we will blame you is because had you... I'm talking to you, Trump. How'd you got this shit figured out in January instead of saying, no, we don't have, you know, nobody's dying. We're, we're fine. Everything's okay. If you wouldn't have did that, we I feel like we would have had more time to prepare. We would have had more time for people to prepare. It just would have been a lot easier. So, I don't know trying to see more news says he activates the national guard he says it's just to help with food and blah 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 which probably that's what it is now but eventually it's gonna you know shit's gonna get real I want to see if there's like a live Sorry, I know this coronavirus. I know that um I know this is a little different cuz I'm not really engaged right now. I'm just trying to see worldwide. Hmm. It says worldwide there's 300,000 cases. 14,000 have died in the world. 400 people have died that they're telling us um, in the United States. Oh, they have a CNN tally of cases. Wow. <clears throat> 12-year-old girl with coronavirus is on a ventilator and fighting for her life. This is crazy. Okay. Where's the article I was trying to read, though? Okay. Okay. So it says, confirmed cases of novel coronavirus as of Sunday, March 22nd. That is crazy because Washington was the hot spot for a minute, but they probably have more tests. It says New York has 15,000, Washington 
that is fucking crazy. New York is out here wilding. New York has 15,000. Washington has um, 1,996. New Jersey, 1,914. California, um, where I'm at, 1,468. Illinois, um, 1,049, Michigan, 1,035, Florida, 1,001, which I'm sure they have a lot more because they sure was on them beaches turning up. Um, Let's see who has like the least, the Virgin Islands has the least. But I mean, these are just estimates we should quadruple this shit so really new york probably got about forty-five thousand people that um, that's not quadrupling that's tripling it well okay they got sixty thousand people that's how i'm looking at it because these numbers cannot be right because we have not tested everyone so yeah all we could do is pray and um you know churches are shut down but I've been doing online churches anyway, so that's not a huge deal breaker for me. But just a lot of shit has changed, and I know a lot of people are going through it. And you just have to just keep going. Don't give up. Don't give up. Take this time to uh, focus on yourself and just get it together. And I will be back. I'm probably going to be doing like two episodes a week now. But that's good because been gone for a bit minute now I'm back with the jump off. <laughs> Goons in a in the cut case something jump off. I think that's what she said. I gotta look at the lyrics. But if you're a nineties baby, you know what song that was. But anyway, it's hard. I'm struggling. I'm stressed. But we will get through this. We will get through this. And y'all go ahead and follow me on Instagram, Miss underscore Tracy, Snapchat, Miss Trees. Yeah, I will talk to you guys later. I really think my next episode is going to be called Niggas. And <laughs> it's going to be a real fun episode. Because I'm just, I'm just, I think I'm going to be a lot more transparent. I mean, who am I going to talk to? Y'all my friends. So, <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of my friends listen to this. But, yeah. So, I'm just going to get transparent. We just going to be talking about a lot of shit. Because you just never know when your life will change. And, um. Well, that ain't got nothing to do with the niggas episode, but now that I got time today, I got time because that's what we're going to talk about. So you guys be safe. Please, please, please. If you don't have to go out, do not go out. Um, If you have grandparents or older people, your parents or anyone who has underlying health conditions, I just say to stay away from them for now because until you get a test, you do not know. You could be fine. You could be feeling fine. You could be feeling good, feeling great. Look good, bitch. Don't hate and have a coronavirus. And you don't want that. So you just need to stay away um, from people. Um, Unless you're able to get a test. And then that's the thing about it. Like, you can't just go in the hospital and be like, I think I got the coronavirus. Give me a test. Like, I heard it's really hard. So just stay away from people. I know it's hard to stay away from your parents and stuff. But just the older people and the people with health conditions, just stay away from them from now. And so all this shit's blow over, stay prayed up, try to stay positive, stay happy. And I'm saying this to myself too. Um, just, just try to be thankful for what you have. Be thankful that you have a house to quarantine in. Um, some people don't have homes, you know, just be happy. Just, just try to get through this. We will get through this. We will, we will. 
Um, so that's what I have to say. All right, bye. Welcome back to Let's Talk with the Trees. And today's episode is about respect. Okay. So I initially wanted to talk about not comparing yourself, but I'm going to get to that. But um, today I just want to talk about respect, respecting yourself, people respecting you, just the whole nine. So I want to talk about this because I feel like a lot of times we as people, especially women, let shit slide and let things happen. And I feel like when it comes to disrespect, it doesn't just happen out of nowhere. I feel like it, it I, I feel like it can, but I feel like most of the time it's little things that add up. If you allow someone to treat you a certain way or do a certain thing or just be like, okay, well, that's not a big deal. It's going to continue to get worse. And I've seen that time and time again in all type of situations with family, with men, with friends. I've seen it happen. And it's just like you think you're giving someone a chance and you think you're trying to be nice but you're making it worse on yourself so it's like if you don't if you don't demand that respect and then you try to come later down the line after you have already been disrespected time and time and time again it they gonna look at you like you crazy just like with the kid if you allow your kid to talks you crazy every single day and then when they 15 you finally like you know what you're not gonna talk to me like that jimmy jimmy gonna be like bitch fuck you because jimmy been talking to you crazy since he was two he been throwing tantrums and you've been letting it slide you've been letting jimmy disrespect you for all these years and now you're trying to get some control it's too late it's too late you have to nip shit in the bud and i will never forget <clears throat> i used to live in these apartments and they well they weren't really apartments they were like cottages and there was there was like i don't want to say like yards because it wasn't really yards but long story short i had neighbors and they would sit on my side and I'm so passive to where I was like okay it's, it's not a big deal you know whatever but it starts to bother me and it's not like they were like you know being rude to me or anything you know they would speak when they saw me it wasn't that they were really nice people the problem I had was when I got off of when I got home from work after a long day I didn't want to like walk up to my front door like literally when I would walk up to my front door they would be there I remember one time no lie I remember one time they was like in front of my front door I don't know if I had came home early because you know I have pretty much the same schedule I don't know if I had came home early or what but they said something like oh uh usually don't come home this early so I'm like what the fuck like 
So y'all mean to tell me that y'all just be all in front of my door? Like, how you know that I didn't stay home? I mean, I guess because my car was outside. But how you know, like, I don't have someone staying with me and they might try to come out the door like anything. The point of me bringing up that situation is it was disrespectful. Whether it was intentional or not, it was disrespectful. And I didn't even really, I don't even know how I, or if they ever stopped (laughs) Like, I don't know if they moved and that's when it stopped, but I don't know if I ever said anything to them. I, I may have said something, but my point is I struggle every single day on if I should say something, because by the time I got tired of it, it had already been months, maybe even a year or two after it has started so what do I look like going up to them and saying something and I I don't remember if I said something or not but the point is and even if you do say something by the time you do say something it doesn't matter because it's like well you didn't say anything before you let me disrespect you before so why should I I just feel like you can never get someone's respect back I mean you can never get someone to respect you um it's kind of late I just randomly did this episode so if I'm jumbling over my words a little bit but yeah I just feel like you have to set it straight right then and there you have to tell people to respect you and tonight like it really just dawned on me like I'm really just I'm really just like you know what I need to get this out and I just need to talk about it because especially for me, I'm a cancer. This is another impromptu episode if you don't know, (laughs) but I'm a cancer and I always want to, I always want to be nice and make people happy. Even if people aren't making me happy, even, even if people are, are hurting my feelings, I'm always looking out for people and it's just like, fuck that. If someone cannot respect you, fuck that, fuck them. Okay, you don't owe anyone anything but God and your children. If you have children, that's it. That's it. You don't owe anyone any explanation. You don't owe anyone anything, but you deserve to have respect. You just deserve to have respect. And you can't really complain. You can complain because you could be upset. But if you're not going to do anything about it, if you're going to continue to allow someone to disrespect you, then you cannot complain about it. Okay. You cannot complain about it. You just can't because what are you doing to change? I talked about this in my last episode. What? Okay. That happened. So what are you going to do to change it? And sometimes you got to talk to yourself I know I said that in my last episode too. Then I was like, what? Talk to myself. But sometimes you got to give yourself a pep talk. Like, look, bitch, you slipping. You fucking up. You're allowing things to happen that you should not be allowing to happen. It's, It's not okay. Sometimes you have to just be honest with yourself. You just have to be. Because even if you're not honest with yourself, the truth is the truth. You can be in denial all you want, the truth or the truth. Just like if you are trying to lose weight, but every single day you eating ho-hos and Popeyes and wondering why you're not losing no weight. Okay. (laughs) It's just, it's, it's, it is what it is, period. And you just have to demand respect and I am learning, 
even though I shouldn't learn this a long time ago. Same thing with self-love. It all kind of ties together, but you have to respect yourself first and you can respect yourself and people still not um, respect you. But when you respect yourself and someone doesn't respect you, you have no motherfucking problem saying, hell no, I ain't with this. You think I'm going to let you disrespect me as much as I respect myself? No. But if you already don't respect yourself and someone disrespects you, it's it's almost like it doesn't matter. It's almost like, well, I don't respect myself anyway, so can't expect anyone else to. You know, but why should it be like that? You should love yourself. You should respect yourself. You should treat yourself like you should treat yourself how you treat other people. How you're super nice to other people and how you look out for other people and how you respect other people. That's what you should do for yourself. That's exactly what you should do for yourself. You should not. You should, you just shouldn't let, and I know I keep pausing, but it's just like, I'm so passionate about this. And when I'm talking on this platform, I'm also talking to myself sometimes because as I will always say, I am not perfect. I have struggles. I'm very transparent on here. I have issues. I have issues with boundaries. I really, really do. And I believe boundaries also ties into respect. If you don't set boundaries, then there will be no boundaries, period. If you don't set boundaries, there will not be boundaries. If you allow things to happen, they will continue to happen. That's just the way that it is. So you have to set those boundaries. You have to. You cannot allow shit to just keep happening. And that's something that I'm learning on is how to set boundaries. And I'll probably do an episode on that. Um, because that's something that I really want to learn how to set boundaries. Because when you have boundaries, people will respect you. They'll know not to fuck with you. You remember when you had a substitute teacher back in the day, or it might not even been a sub. Let's say like you were in seventh grade, eighth grade, or maybe even high school, you know, when you have like six or seven different teachers and you had that teacher who was super, super nice <clears throat> didn't really have boundaries you know you could go to her class and text you know you could show up late you know you could turn your homework in late and they were just gonna let it slide because they didn't have boundaries you didn't respect that teacher right I know we all had one of them teachers it's been so long since I've been in high school I couldn't remember her name but I know we all had those teachers and then we had the ones who didn't play that shit um I now now I do remember (laughs) I do remember okay so I had a professor in college this is like my first year and I don't even remember what class this was I think it was like I don't remember what class it was like a not a self-development class but I guess you could call it a self-development class it was like one of my first classes or whatever so she was super black lady. So, I, oh my gosh, I, I wish I could find her and, and email her and tell her how like 
I used to really dislike her, but as I got older, I understand why the way why she was the way that she was. Anyway, so she was super like one of the strictest teachers I ever had. <clears throat> strictest strictest teacher, excuse me, that I ever had. She literally, if you was late, her rule was okay, and I'll never forget that the class started at noon. And she'd be like, if you come at 12, technically you're late. You need to be here 10 minutes early. If this was a job, you would need to be here 10 minutes early. Just because it starts at 12 does not mean you come rushing in at 12. You need to be at your desk, ready to work at 12. So she would lock the door. Literally, when I say 1201, she would lock the door. And I used to think that was absurd. Like, what the fuck? But I knew, guess what? Guess what? I knew I could not fuck with her. I knew I had to be on time to that class. I knew that I had to turn in my work. And then she had, like, if you um, if you missed an assignment, she just did. I don't remember the exact rules, but, like, you could miss so many assignments before she dropped you from the class. You couldn't be late. to Like, she just had these rules. I know all colleges have similar rules when it comes to attendance and stuff, but she had rules on top of rules, like rules within rules, right? And I knew that I had to respect her. Everyone knew that they had to respect her. No one disrespected her. And guess what? If they did disrespect her, if they did try to come late, or if they did try to, you know, even talk to her out of line, even in class, if you will be talking while she's talking, that's a form of disrespect. And she would shut your ass down. She used to make people leave, like get out. Like, what the fuck? Like, I was just asking for a pencil. Like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, her name was Jackie, fuck, a Professor Jacqueline something. I don't remember like her last name, but anyway, more of the story is she demanded respect. She had a great amount of respect for herself. She worked really hard to get where she was, and she wanted us to work really hard, and she wanted us to get that in us that we had to be early, that early is on time and on time is late that we had to turn in our assignments, okay? So we had to respect her. Then, now that I'm talking about her, I remember this other professor that I had. He was my English teacher. I had him two times. Fuck, can't remember his name, but he was super laid back and chill. Like, when I say super laid back, like, I don't even know why he was a professor because he was so nice and everyone knew, literally everyone in that class knew that we could fucking get away with shit because... He was so laid back. You could be like 30 minutes late and he wouldn't say shit to you. You could turn in your homework late and he did not give a shit. But we were not respecting him. It was kids in class, kids. It was people in class talking, having full-blown conversations on their cell phone while, he, while he's teaching. No fucking respect. But see, we knew we could do that to him. And I'm not saying we because I was never, you know, I mean, sometimes I'd be a little late or whatever. But you know what I'm trying to say. We knew we could do that. So I'm trying to be like Miss Jackie. That's where I'm trying to be. I'm trying and I'm I'm getting there because like today, listen, honey, today I just really had to do a self-reflection on myself about respect and how 
I am allowing certain people to disrespect me and it's not okay. Just because somebody, just because someone is not calling you bitches and hoes and slapping you around does not mean that they're being respectful. Okay. If someone, someone could be disrespecting you by not valuing your time. Time is very valuable. Okay. You cannot get time back. So if someone wastes your time, that's disrespect. They got to fucking go. If they continue to waste your time, they got to fucking go. Especially if it's not like someone that's like somebody that you even known that long. You know what I'm saying? You have to nip shit in the bud. You have to no fucking tolerance, period. I don't care who they are. I don't care if it's family. I don't care if it's friends. I, I don't care. Because see, a lot of times people have the misconception like, oh, that's my family. I don't care if your family is not respecting you. No. And then another thing about respect is people see people, people notice shit. And if you're not respecting, if you're not respecting someone or excuse me, if someone's not respecting you, other people are watching that shit and they're seeing that shit and they're plotting. Oh, Oh, it's that easy? Oh, okay. Oh, she don't say nothing? Oh, he don't say nothing? Oh, you could just do whatever you want? Oh, you can make promises and not keep them and they still gonna be cool with you the next day? Oh, oh, really? No, fuck that, okay? <laughs> fuck that. It's just wasted energy. You need people in your life who are gonna be positive. People in your life that's gonna keep your keep keep their word people in your life who are going to respect you okay I feel like it's not that hard to respect someone and like I said before you could be disrespectful in many different ways you don't have to yell at nobody you don't gotta cuss them out you could be disrespectful in so many different ways it's all about respect like respect 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 what's the word of the day respect (laughs) Okay. Um Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I got to stop with these impromptu episodes, but sometimes like I said, I just get something on my heart and it's just like I have to come on here and talk about it. Okay? And sorry, I was looking at some okay so i found this article well it's not really an article um let me just read this little blurb receiving respect from others is important because it helps us to feel safe and express ourselves being respected by important people in our lives Growing up teaches us how to how to be respectful toward others. Respect in your relationships builds feelings of trust, safety, and well-being. Okay. It's important, hunty, because you can't be having people just being disrespectful. And it will just get worse and worse and worse and worse. And then when you finally say something, well, why? Why? What the fuck do you mean? Why? 
because I was trying to be nice and let it slide and hope because see that's the thing and this is kind of a well it's not really a different subject but with anything with anything and anyone I feel like Huh. Oh, sorry. I was ready to... With anything or anyone, I just feel like you just... You're building building a habit when you allow someone to disrespect you. Sorry, my words are all jumbled up. But that's what I'm trying to say. If someone continues to disrespect you, you're you're letting them build a habit to disrespect you, okay? And once you build a habit, that habit is hard to break. It is. It's just hard to break. If you go to the gym every day, you build a habit. If someone disrespects you every day, they built a habit. And that's a bad habit. And then, how you going to get them out of that habit? You're not. They're never going to respect you. It is what it is. And sometimes people will respect you once they see that you got tired of it and you will be respected. But I think that's rare. I think that once someone uses loses respect for you, that just is what it is. But... This was just a little quick something. Um, this is just a little quick little something, something, something. But I just feel like I just need to get on here and say it. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm going to drop this episode because it's so random. I know I always be like, it's so random. <laughs> but for real, sometimes I really be, be sitting there and I be thinking about subjects and topics. And... I'd be like, nah, I don't know if I want to talk about that. But sometimes it just fucking hits me. Like, I literally was just laying in bed. That's probably why my words and my mind is all discombobulated. But you know what? I'm not perfect, honey. So, <laughs> I don't care. As long as as long as long I explain the message as best as I can with what I got at 1030 at night. When usually I'm in bed by 830, I'll be going to bed around 8 30 lately um really early so this is late it's like two in the morning for me right now but I just wanted to get here and say that you need to demand respect demand it meaning that's I'm not accepting nothing else if you don't respect me you gotta go I don't care who you are I don't care even your kids like I was saying earlier did I say Jimmy I don't know what name I used earlier but the kid when I was <laughs> um talking about um if your kid doesn't respect you and you know you try to say something when they're 15 even with your kids because let me tell you I don't play that shit with my son and I feel like and and it, it could change someone could respect you at first and then switch up but that's okay because that's when you nip that shit in the bud because guess what my son respects me right now but let him turn 15 and disrespect me he gonna learn today honey he gonna learn that you you don't disrespect me and I bet you he'll never do it again but if my son was three and four and calling me bitches and I was laughing and thinking it was cute, he would be calling me bitches right now, slapping me around. And he's only nine. And I, and I know it sounds crazy, but it is what it is. So just like don't I mean, not just like don't think just because someone has respected you up to a point, because I've had that happen. That's the situation um, that I'm kind of sort of dealing with right now, where the person used to respect me, but now they just don't give a fuck. And it's cool because I don't really care because here's the thing about it. here's the thing. This is how you got to look at it. If someone does not respect you, no matter who they are, I'm gonna keep saying it because a lot of times he'll be like, but it's my family, but family. <laughs> 
I think I'm delirious, y'all. I'm sleepy. But it doesn't matter, okay? All it takes is one time for someone to, to disrespect you. Done. That's it. I don't care. Like, even if they respected, they could have respected you for 15 years. The moment that they disrespect you, you got to take a step back. Even I'm not saying don't ever talk to the person again, but you got to take a step back and you got to let them know you will not disrespect me. Okay. You will not disrespect me. And that's just that you deserve to have respect. You deserve someone to treat you good. Everyone deserves that from everyone. Doesn't matter. Even if it's let's get into work too. If you have, if you're at work and you have coworkers that don't respect you, mm -mm, no, let them know. And you can let people know without cussing them out. A lot of people think that you got to go bad on someone and call someone motherfucking bitches and all that shit. No, you don't have to do that. You can let someone know real nice, real professional that you will not accept the disrespect everyone deserves respect and that's just it that's just what it is so i'm gonna go ahead and get off of here and tomorrow i am going to go ahead and record another episode that'll probably be the stop comparing your episode and i just want to say thank you for everyone who listens all your support this is again something that i love to do i'm learning i'm gonna get better I know I said I was ordering my mics a long time ago, but I want to get like a really, really, really good one. And I almost want to turn my closet into like a little mini studio. So I think I'm going to do that versus what I was going to do before. Um, But yeah, remember, you deserve respect. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and get out of here. You guys know my social media, Miss underscore Treese. Um, and Miss underscore Tracy is my Instagram. All right. Bye.